history on the House of Rothschild. Um, so they they really started the Communist Marxist Manifesto in the 1840s. Karl Marx was funded by them, and then Sigmund Freud was related, right? So a lot of the psychology that they use, um, if you know, they've used a lot of that to, to ensnare people, right? But they first tried their New World Order plan in 1815. Most people don't know that. Um, during the Vienna Convention, basically the five Rothschild banks had a very strong grip of debt on all of the other nations in Europe. And so they tried to put in this one world government, right? Or at least a European government with a single economic system. And it failed because Tsar Alexander I from Mother Russia, he knew that it would be devastating for his people. So he said, no, we will not take part in any of this, right? And that pretty much then all the other countries were like, oh, hey, well, if Russia's not going to do it, we're not going to do it, right? And so it fell apart. And I think it was Nathaniel Rothschild was, you know, in a spit of fury, you know, vowed um, to destroy Tsar Alexander I and all of his descendants. So they hatched this three world war plan, um, you know, that they prepared for through the 1800s. And then they launched it right after the formation of the um, third American Federal Reserve, right? There was the first and the second bank. And the second bank was abolished pretty much in 1832, right after they failed. So the 1800s were not good for them. And so they create Marxism and they start doing all the communist manifestos, right? And if you look at World War I, the Treaty of Versailles destroyed the German economy, which fueled Hitler's rise to power, right? So if we look at the timelines, 1917, they had the H1N1 and then World War One, right? And lots of chemical warfare. Tons of people died from that war. And then 20 years later, oh, Germany invades Poland. So then the war is over. You know, that's World War Two. They go through that. And then the Third World War was meant to be between Russia and the United States. That's why the Cold War started immediately after World War Two. And then if you look, when was the highest probability of going to war? 1963 the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? We came very close to having a war with the Soviet Union um, at that time, right? So if you look at that probability, it failed, right? They had 20 or 20 years. And so they've been trying to get that third world war going for quite a long time. They did, you know, and then and the Soviet Union collapsed in the early 90s. That devastated communism in Eastern Europe. I mean, there was Romanian revolutions. I mean, all of these communist empires fell apart. Now, the Chinese Communist Party used the Soviet Union to gain some prominence, to gain, to grow to power, right? But um, now they're pretty much one of the last standing communist regimes. You know, there's a few other ones with communist dictators, but they're really the last one standing, right? And so... <laughs> People have become wise to it, right? And their wars um, have failed. If you looked in 2016, they were trying, Hillary and Obama were trying really hard to start a war with Russia. And then even during Trump's term, they're trying to start with North Korea. And they haven't been able to get the Third World War off the ground, right? They needed that in order to fully do this grow global reset because they needed to destroy America and the American Constitution because it was standing in the way. And that's what they were really concerned about when America was founded was, for one, it was founded under God, and two, it was a place of freedom and that's where I'm saying it's like shooting the moon. You need to get all 13 hearts and the queen of spades to win. If you have one, just one heart, they're done.
because the only way these global communist regimes work is if there's no other options. There's no contrast. They need a monopoly, which means they need to make everywhere that way. Because as long as there's one country that's still standing, it will never succeed because there will be that contrast. Remember, everything's relative. We view things relatively. So if everything is just shit. Then people are just gonna pucker on, and that's the best that they got. But now that there's viable alternatives, it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just they've they've tried to shoot the moon, but they haven't. They have. They, there's already hearts that have been gotten, right? Like they they just they're not gonna be able to shoot the moon. So you know that metaverse thing is the same type of concept as far as like you know who's gonna go waste their life away on some meta thing because it's Facebook, right? You know they're trying to get into that whole matrix virtual reality type of stuff, but as long as there's a contrast, right? As long as there's other opportunities, other ways that we can do things, I think people are going to find you know. More solace in in using those things, not you know Facebook-driven things. It's fairly well known that Facebook is an, a horrible corporation, right? And that they're involved and implicated in so many other things. So, you know, the whole virtual reality thing. I mean, I just, you know, the only way I think that would really work is if the world was absolute shit, and they pulled off their one-world government and just made it a global communist empire. Then people might want to escape into that. But right now, people are waking up. Even in 2020, I've seen more people out in nature than I've ever seen before. I mean, even the things that I like to get, like water filters and stuff, they're just dry. They're gone because everybody's buying them. Everybody's thinking consciously. People are connecting with the earth. People are hiking more. People are buying vans. Right? The world's changing.、Um, their whole narrative is falling apart, and the only way for it to work. Is if everybody does it, as long as there's one set, you know, that's one heart, they won't, they won't succeed. So, I think everything should be fine. I'm not too concerned about it. I mean, especially people are rising everywhere. If you look at it, there's protests rising everywhere. Even at the vaccinations of the population, 40% of the world still has not gotten that vaccine, despite all the fear. And even the climate change hoax is starting to fall apart too, because. Things are getting colder because we're at a low solar cycle, right? So all of their narratives are failing, and all of the things that they've tried to do have just fallen apart. And we're just watching kind of the tail end of that last desperate attempt to maintain power.